I did netball singing and dancing and I was <laughs> the it was triple a, threat. It's a tri- I was the triple threat. And I was really I was like to mum, I was like, what do you think I'm gonna be best at? I oh, said, shit. Do you think I can be the next Taylor Swift? You are do you spreading think, yourself too I know. Thin. Do you think I can be in the Diamonds Netball team? <gasps> do you think I'll be a famous backup dancer for Beyonce? And we narrowed it down to the famous backup dancer <laughs> for Beyonce. <laughs> and still to this day I do dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, you're listening to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Georgia. I'm Lily. So this episode is all about live music and concerts, which is quite ironic because I've never actually been to a concert or a festival of any kind. But I have. But Lily has. (laughs) We ended up having a really good conversation about our favourite artists and an infamous nip slip on stage. So keep listening. The other day I was watching something, right? It was from a One Direction like fan page, right? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know what? I actually got a DM the other day. A lovely... From Harry Styles? No, no, of course not. A lovely little girl made an edit of every time we say Harry Styles in a podcast. She did? She actually did. Like a full yeah. edit? Yep. Why haven't you told me about this? Oh, I f- slipped my mind. But it's it's a great that video. Would've... I will show you in our break. That would have taken her forever. Yep. <laughs> it was like a, a minute long video as well. Serious? <laughs> See, my oh times my we say God. it. So like from every episode? Every episode. Oh my God. Anyway, resuming. The other day I was watching a video from like a One Direction fan page or I think it was one of those like BuzzFeed talks, like the craziest stuff you've ever done at like a concert or a live performance. And this one girl was talking about how for a week she she tested out like three different types of adult diapers for a week. She actually weed in these diapers. What? For a whole week? No, 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 just like for a week she tested out like three different ones. So like right. one day she'd wear one, the other day she tested them out to see which one could hold more liquid. Oh, my God. Because she didn't want to lose her front row spot at a One Direction concert. You're kidding. So she didn't want to have to go to the bathroom during the concert and because once you go to the bathroom and you come back, your spot's gone. You're gone. Like these these girls are that intense yeah, course, that they will yeah. not let you come back. Like, hey, save my spot. Bitch, no, I'm taking that spot. Like, yeah, so she was in the front row with an adult diaper on for the whole show. You know what? I vibe with that. Go, girlfriend. She's not, she's not like she's not like one of these girls who's like in a tight bodycon dress, has to wear a G-string. <laughs> you know what? Even if she is in a tight bodycon dress with the adult diaper on, I want to see that. It would like, give her a badonkadonk, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh. It would. <laughs> she'd be looking thick. She'd be looking thick. Yeah, but maybe in the wrong place. Well, I just, I don't know. Even if I had an adult diaper on, I think something in my mind would tell me that I can't pee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't, I'm standing up in a public place. I'm not allowed to pee here. I yeah. think I would hold it in till I would burst. Like, Yeah, because your, your brain's not used to standing up while urinating. Yeah. I reckon guys could do it. Oh, yeah. But, like. Guys could, they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, gross. Guys could weigh on a flower bed and they think they're nourishing it, so. The world is their toilet. <laughs> that's what our dad used to say quote my my father bradley he says the world is our toilet because literally they can whip it out anywhere and she's good to go oh jeez, yuck the way he said that anyway it's true <laughs> do you think it's crazy if people like camp out before a concert or before like a live performance or something do you think that's insane or do you think that's just like that's like dedication i feel like i would never camp out i might go at like 4 a.m 6 a.m <laughs> like Depends who it is. I mean, the show starts at 4 p.m. the next day, but I yeah, still got no, like if it's Billie Eilish, um, you know, you Harry Styles. Oh, for sure. Harry Styles. There it is. 
Hairstyles. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, hairstyles. We mentioned hairstyles again. No, yeah, I actually, I think I would if it was Harry. Yeah. If it was Harry or if One Direction decided to come back, I would definitely No, I'm not even sure if you're allowed to camp out anymore. Like, No, I think you are. It's just you're there under your own, like, there's no security or anything. Obviously. You're there. I actually really want to talk to someone who's done that. And, yeah. like, and I want to know what's the longest someone has camped out. We should get them on the podcast. I feel we should like, get a hardcore, no, no, like, no, no, fan. I feel like in America there was people who camped out for the new iPhone. <gasps> and they camped out for, like, two what? days. Yeah. yeah. What would you bring at one of those campouts? Two minute like noodles. Some you know, like a deck of cards, yeah. Cards Against Humanity. I love how I thought of food and you thought of entertainment. <laughs> so it tells us where our priorities lie. But also, I think it'd be quite it'd be quite like a good experience because the an- anticipation lasts for longer, and then you meet other people like that are like minded. No. Like you're just camping next to a fan no. of the same thing. It's like, oh, who are you here to see? One no. Direction. Oh my god, that's crazy. No, so, uh, I hate, I hate camping. <laughs> I just can't imagine laying on the concrete floor next for to a road. God knows how long. For, oh, next to a road, it's raining. It's cold. You're wet. You're damp. Everything's how always damp. How do you know it's damp. raining? Maybe it could be the middle it, of summer. It's it's raining. Okay, it always is. <laughs> or even it if, it, if if it isn't raining, it's damp. Everything when you're camping, no matter how hot it is, everything's <laughs> everything's damp. damp. It's always damp. It just feels you cold. It does. <laughs> and not you. You know this because yes. we camp together. Yes. Like the sheets are just damp. It's always damp. And the bottom of like the, the tent oh, yeah. is always wet. Oh, always wet. And the sand. Oh, the sand the that gets in the bottom of the bed. All right. We're, we're going. We've gone on a tangent. We've gone on a tangent about camping. This is not a camping episode. It was damp. It was damp. We did talk about camping disasters in our episode. Gee, thanks for school holidays. So you can go and listen to that if you'd like to hear more because they're quite the they're quite the stories. Yeah, we tell you where the sand ended up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think we're gonna move on to a little quiz, little game, as always. Who had the highest grossing tour of all time, Lily? I'm gonna say Taylor Swift. No, no, no. Uh, it has to be a boy band. It has to be One Direction, surely. Uh, ooh. Wait, are we saying of all time? Does that mean like old people? Like Elton uh, all John? Of all time. I'm going to say Queen. Oh, what about Cher? No, I'm going to say Queen. Oh, what about Queen. ACDC? What about all these people mum and dad listen ACDC? That's surely correct. That's, surely they're not that. Akadaka. Yeah, but surely they're not, they weren't that big. They were big. I'm going to say Queen. I'm going to say Beyonce. I'm going to go more. Oh. I'm going to say Queen. I'm going to say Elton John. Final answer, Elton John. <gasps> no! What? It was Ed Sheeran? Are you kidding? Oh I went to one of his concerts. Of all time. So he, he beat is Queen. Amazing. He beat like, wow, he beat Beyonce. I knew he was a big deal. Mm. He is a big deal. And his Divide Tour went off. It went off. It went off. It off. Went it, was, it was popping. I was there. Popping. Popping. But I didn't realise it was it was that big. Maybe because he doesn't seem like a superstar. Like yeah, he dresses like every like, like old man. He dresses like every plain old Joe. So the top three highest grossing tours of all time are Ed Sheeran, U2 and Guns N' Roses. But can I just say ACDC, which was one of my p- first uh, guesses, was in the top ten. $776 million Ed Sheeran's gross like tour. That was just the Divine tour. Divine? <laughs> that was just, that was just the Divine tour. Which pop artist has won the most Grammys? I want to say, um, like oh. Beyonce. Yeah, or, that's, that's or Billie a, Eilish. 
but no, then Billie again, Alice she's won yet, a couple but she's last young. year, but she's too young to have won Heaps. the most. Um, she won like three or five last year. Jeez, who's been around for a while? Beyonce, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna pick Beyonce. I'm gonna pick um, Lady Gaga. Oh, Woo! damn, Beyonce. Beyonce. Now let's have a little guess of how many she's won, like how many Grammys. I'm gonna say fifteen. Thirteen. Oh, never mind. Twenty-eight. Are you kidding? I was like, surely (laughs) twenty-eight. What's the best-selling album of all time? Like lemonade. (laughs) Well, considering that Ed Sheeran was. Oh, Oh, I'm actually going to go divide. Yeah, I was thinking divide. (laughs) I was thinking Ed Sheeran's divide, but now you've got you're saying it. But now I'm questioning. It might be Ed Sheeran's divine. Um, I'm just trying to think. What about like Kanye West? He was like up there. I'm going to say Queen. I'm going to say Rolling Stones. Oh, oh, that makes sense. It's Michael Jackson. Jeez. Oh, we knew that. Ooh, ooh. Thriller. I hated that song when I was a kid. I it loved scared it. Me. Oh, yeah, because you were like five. I will say amazing album, but I think we just forgot about him because he's cancelled. So Cancel him. But for a very good reason. So... <laughs> Not going to get into that. <laughs> the second most um, sold album was ACDC, which again I'm gonna I'm gonna take as a win because I did I did guess. That I don't a while think ago. I know any of their songs. I have a shirt with ACDC on it, but I don't know any of their songs. <laughs> and every time I wear it, our uncle goes, "Oh, <laughs> name one of their songs." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets a bit old. I think that's when you know you've made it as a band or okay. as an artist when when people can wear your shirt as a fashion statement. Well, it's literally a band tee. It's a graphic band tee. What? <laughs> Can That's you what imagine? it was advertised as at H&M. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine in like 20, 30 years, like James Charles' sister's apparel is just like in an old on shop a and it's like, no, no, no. it's vintage. I don't even know who this is, but it's vintage. No, G Thanks is on a t- <laughs> G Thanks is on a t-shirt. Like. <laughs> it's vintage. It's graphic. It's, it's vintage. Graphic. <laughs> All right. Which artists were involved in the fa- most famous nip slip at the Super Bowl? Oh my God. I know this. J-Lo? No, I know this. It was Nicki Minaj. It was Nicki Minaj and she had a headset on and people were wondering why she had a headset on because she was holding her dress up. It was Nicki Minaj. It was Ariana Grande and Jesse J. All right. Well, I was wrong. It was Justin Timberlake and... Janet Jackson. All right. I didn't know. Yeah, well, it's not going to be Justin Timberlake's nip. (laughs) No, I didn't know that... It was Justin Timberlake. No, well, he I was guess the one that exposed her. I guess we weren't really like alive back yeah. then, <laughs> or maybe we were. Was it was like early two thousands. I was born in two thousand and two. What's insane is that Justin Timberlake looks exactly the same now. Yeah, that's true. He and I longer hair. I met him. Remember? Yeah, that's weird. I met him, and it's just so strange how in that video he has not aged, and I've lived my whole life, and he just looked the same my whole life. <laughs> All right, so we did not do very well on that quizly. Yeah, I think we need to educate ourselves. We do. Uh, I I'll think be spending w- all my time on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need to listen to more music, uh, more R and B, more Justin Timberlake, more Better Janet Jackson. <laughs> Didn't even Bitter, know she existed. Better Akadaka. Yeah. Um. Okay. And apparently, Ed Sheeran's divine. <laughs> <laughs> that's his. That's his cookbook. <laughs> He's releasing a cookbook called Divine. Divine. Divine by Divide. 
So, I think I'll probably have to take the lead a little bit on this episode as Georgia has actually never been to a festival or a live music concert. I've never been to a concert. I think the only one I went to was Justice Crew back in like... I went with you. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> and they sang, it's getting hot in here. That's all I, that's all I remember. Yeah. I don't remember at all, like <laughs> any of it, actually. Uh, I remember we lined up to get an autograph with them afterwards. Cause but I didn't even know their really names. Deal. They just played in Newcastle. It was really not a big deal. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, oh my God, it's Justice Crow. <laughs> Lily, what if they're a huge fan of G? Thanks. So, sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry Justice. Guys. Um, <laughs> so, Georgia, why, why haven't you been to a music festival? Is it just not your thing? Well, or? all right. Here's the story. We'll take it back. To when I was a tot, oh, gee. I was the type of kid who had to wear earmuffs to fireworks. Yeah, you were. I remember that. I didn't enjoy, I didn't like loud noises, loud abrupt noises. It scared me and I would cry. But I was, I was more like, I wasn't a little kid. I was like 10 or 11. I should have, I should have been yeah, okay with noises. Yeah, we went to the Easter show and you like walked around with headphones on the whole day. No, <laughs> that's a false memory. No, but it was Easter show. You had the headphones because there was fireworks at the end. There was. And, um... I just, I couldn't do it. I hated it. Mm. Um, but I also, I think it was just the amount of noise. It wasn't really the fireworks. It was the, it was the talking. It was the fireworks. It was other noises in the background. It was too much, too many noises at once. Yeah. And I still really had a thing with like noises um, until I was older. And I never, I never went to a concert or anything because um, the one time I did go to a concert, um, of some kind it was when you did your school spectacular thing back in like 2012 or something I was in the choir she was in the choir but I was third line back and I was a soprano and I was not very good but I hated I just hated um how loud it was and the noises and it gave me this horrible horrible panic attack and I like had to go I seriously it sounds really stupid because it's just a concert but I don't know what it triggered it triggered something really deep and weird in me and I couldn't um I had like to get therapy and stuff for it for, for like years afterwards and oh, wow. so we are going real deep. We are going real deep. So I that's the reason why even as a 21 year old I have never been to a concert because mm. I just get scared it's going to happen again and well, I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. I also think that like you wouldn't enjoy it regardless because you don't know any of the bands. Okay. Like well, you're, well, you're not. You like One Direction. Yeah. That is all you freaking <laughs> play in the car. No, no. I every actually, every fortnight when we have to drive up to Sydney, all we play is One Direction. It gets old. Like I fixate <laughs> on things. It's also part of me. Well, no, that's actually false. I would actually love to go to a Billie, Billie Eilish concert or an oh, Ariana same. Grande concert. Tell me about it. I really want to go to one of those, but COVID. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I recently went to a concert, um, it was called Yours and Ours Festival, it was in Wollongong, um, and I went with some of our friends, the Mesha Twins, they've actually been on our podcast before. If you want to listen to that episode with those girls, um, it was called Gee Thanks for My Sister, it was one of the first episodes we did. We arrived at like 2, and I didn't really know anyone until like 6pm, so you kind of just... <laughs> so you did your research in the line. <laughs> no, so we took some photos, we were those influencer girls, we had some drinks, uh, we, had some, we had a chat, and we just bopped around to the music we didn't know. Um, <laughs> but then, and then it got good, and um, there was actually one guy who came on, and I didn't know I knew him, and then he started singing one song, I was like, oh, I know this song. What was but it? But I didn't know him at all. What was it? It was called Grace. It's just a song I listen to. 
uh, like it came on my Discover Weekly and I've added it to my playlist. And I was like, oh, I know this song. So the artist of the song Grace that I really like, his name is Thomas Heaton. Um, and he was on the stage at around three and I was really surprised I knew a song. Um, so it was a good surprise. And then Lime Cordial came on a little later and I really liked some of their songs. But they played a couple new ones I didn't know as well. Um, but that got that got really good at the end. And then Pinal was the last artist of the night and they had like really like good um I guess kind of electric songs I think that's the genre but I left early because it was cold and I was tired (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I like festivals but to be honest I don't think like I think clubbing is more my scene when you're clubbing you know all the songs yeah they've cut up the songs so you don't have to listen to a whole song that you don't like the verses of you just like the chorus yeah or you just know the chorus and and everyone's dancing you don't have to worry about traveling three hours to get to the place or like accommodation Mm. I don't know it's just like and it's so it was so crowded and people were just pushing into me and just I just didn't feel very safe yeah yeah and I didn't like that so I left early that's why like I I wonder in countries like America like uh, I don't know how I don't think I could do that in a country like America Mm, you know like Coachella yeah I no hate to the country I just don't I wouldn't feel safe in a place like that knowing that people can just carry around guns yeah like I've always, I have never not feel, felt safe in a crowded place in Australia. Yeah. I've never once been like, oh, there, there could be someone here we don't trust. Like, yeah. Be, well, not you, that it doesn't happen. Not that like horrible stuff doesn't happen here, but it's, it's just, just so rare. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll, I think that like there's different types of festivals. Like this one, was because of COVID, it was split up. It was, it was very weird. There was a stage in the middle and then there was four sections. So there was two on each side of the stage um, for COVID reasons, obviously, and it was all seated. Mm. Um, it was still a lot of fun, but it was, it was very different how they altered it because I also went to Groovin' in the Moo pre-COVID a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, and I weirdly felt safer. It was a smaller festival because it was yeah. in Maitland in Newcastle. And Billie Eilish came. Billie Eilish came. That yeah. was like, I reckon she signed the contract to come to Groovin' in the Moo before she got really big. Yeah. And then she got really big and she's like, oh, shit, I've got to go to Maitland. No, but I think she, she probably would have done it anyway. She seemed like a really down-to-earth, yeah. like, Girl, still Maitland's out of the middle of nowhere. Speaking of Billy, did you see her Vogue? Her Vogue. Oh yeah, that shoot. was hot. She is beautiful. She is gorge. Oh my goodness! She, did you know she broke the internet? Oh so, my god! So actually, Billy, you know when she first went blonde and she posted that photo mm-hmm. of like her first blonde hair? Yeah. Um, she actually like that. She beat the record of getting to a million likes the quickest. Yeah. Um, I think it was like eight minutes or something. Serious. And then she posted that Vogue photo. The first Vogue photo she posted got to a million likes in six minutes. So she beat her own record. And then she posted another Vogue photo and it beat the record again. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's a queen. She is. And I actually thought we would never see her body shape. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought that that, you know, cool. well, it is. It's her It's her thing. It's her style. Her but she wrote in the comments, thank you, Vogue, for respecting my wishes. So she's ob- it's obviously something she wants to do. It's not – she hasn't been made by the company to mm. do that or anything. So that's good. And she's still – I guess she's still – she did it in her own way. Like there was – she yeah. was still covered up in a certain way. Yeah, of course. But, like, you could see her body shape, which is something that we've never seen before. And, and I may I just say, gorgeous. Yeah, g- gorgeous. Gorgeous, darling. Hourglass March. I know. But um, speaking of her, I actually – saw her at Groovin' in the Moo and mm. I was 
oh, in love. I was so far away though, but I, I loved seeing it and I still have videos on my phone and yeah. like, um, I just, I just can't believe I was there. And I was like, <laughs> I was so upset that um, her tour got canceled in Australia. And I really, I really hope she does come back one day because I'd yeah. love to see her. Um, but that was probably my favorite festival was Grooving in the Moo. It just felt safer. It was in Newcastle. It was a bit smaller. Whereas yeah. yours and ours was so big. It was massive um and I think there's a difference between festivals and concerts like actually last night I went to Spacey Jane and it was in the Civic Theatre it was all seated but then everyone stood up and we all just danced it was really nice I liked that scene because no one moved there wasn't like a mosh pit where everyone's jumping on top of each other everyone was just dancing in their own spot and it was actually really nice and enjoyable I've seen videos in festivals where people are just like creating those like circles where they just throw them that throw themselves at yeah, each other how weird is that? i don't get it is that just to like try to hurt seen, each other i've or? seen that happen at grooven was that it just was scary i wasn't i wasn't near it but god is it it's mostly just, just boys weird. yeah of course <laughs> it's oh i'm gonna look so fucking big i'm gonna look so masculine if i throw myself at another man like, uh, what is the point of that? <laughs> the, way you sound, the way you said that, that sounds a bit like... I'm going to throw myself at this man. <laughs> it's just dumb. Just don't do it. Mm. Like, not that hard. I feel like guys and girls at festival get so wound up and just, like, show off and alcohol. I don't know. It's this just why, not the greatest This place. is why women live longer than men. <laughs> that is true. Coming up in the episode, we talk about how my mum almost made me audition for Australia's Got Talent at 10 years old. So keep listening. So, George, if you were to, like, create a festival lineup, what artists and or band would you pick? Obviously, One Direction. <laughs> I like all different types of music. I'd say One Day, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, and then I'd say... Harry Styles oh, as a solo as a solo act it's not the same right. thing how okay. dare you okay go on Billie Eilish mm-hmm. Beyonce Beyonce Ariana Grande mm-hmm. I want to say Michael Jackson but mm. I don't mm. anyway anyway um and Lady Gaga okay okay she's a great performer oh no no Britney Spears oh yeah I would pick Harry Styles Billie Eilish, Ed Sheeran, and hmm, I'd like to see Queen. I would really like to see them in person. I think they'd be amazing. Mm. And um, Maya Cummings. Oh, yeah, Maya. Maya. Our friend Maya. Oh, actually, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I would love to see her live. Me too. We still haven't. We still haven't. <laughs> I love still haven't Maya. seen her. Shout out to Maya. I still haven't seen her um her new haircut. She looks so good. Yeah, she got she went blonde like Billie Eilish. She went blonde and she got a mullet and she yeah. freaking rocks it. <laughs> there is not many people, especially women, who can rock a mullet. Stream time I love to waste on Spotify now. She is amazing. Seriously, do it. You you won't. And apricots. It. I think apricots is my favorite. Mm, time I love to waste is my favorite. Oh, I know. Supportive queens. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> us just trying to be good friends. We know. Don't forget about us when you're famous, babe. <laughs> yeah, literally. She's going to be the next Billie Eilish. She is. She's got the haircut. She's got the hair color. But it's just, you know what? I think it's so hard for Aussie artists to get out there. Oh, yeah. So hard. I think if she lived in America, I reckon she'd, she'd already be, be freaking off. But I will say she's got millions of listens on Spotify. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Yeah. But like I'm saying, yeah, it's just like the competition in the music industry is huge. Guess who just released a new album? Billy. Billy. 
My love. <laughs> my love. My favourite song in is it um she's got Your Power and like Happier Than Ever. And uh, I, I I truly do hope that she is happier than ever. I feel like mm. she was so low for so long. Like I watched a lot but of interviews and stuff. But she never put it on anyone else. No, and she didn't. But she COVID helped her. She mm. was at home for once. She wasn't, you know, so dragged out by producers and and music like on all the concerts she did. She like, needed it. So I think she is happier than ever, and I'm really happy for her. Me too. And she needed it. She's so young, and yeah. like I don't know how. I don't know honestly how the industry didn't burn her out sooner. Literally, it's, or, it's or her family. At all. It's she still. She lives still in her little house that. Um, she lived in when like it's like a two bedroom house. And, Serious, like, she still well, it's lives not two in two bedroom, it. but like it, it's a small little house. Like yeah. they haven't moved. Like they've kept her very grounded. That's good. Yeah. Jeez, she could afford seven houses. Yeah, literally if that more. So like you know the Vanity Fair interviews that Billie Eilish does like every year. Yeah. Like she got unhappy when she started getting real big. What do you mean? You can tell. You, you can. You tell, can feel like, in, in her voice she was unhappy. Yeah, or even just her like body language. And then she got happier. She, I think, twenty nineteen was her peak. Like with the green and black hair. Yeah. That Vanity Fair interview was very happy. True. I think. Um, and even the twenty twenty one as well. Um, and she and she said to herself, she was like, I was, I wasn't happy then. Like, mm. I'm so good now. Um, and she said she's learned a lot. She's matured a lot, and she had to mature so quickly because yeah. I mean, everyone everyone's eyes is on her yeah she's under a microscope so like if someone asked you the same questions that they were asking billy like at that age 16 when they started it saying like you know are you happy what would you say i think i'd say yes but i don't think i'd really know yeah i think i'd say yes and i'd be like yeah i'm happy i've got this this and this so i'm happy but Mm. i think um at 16 i was still i was a very lost human i wasn't unhappy but i was just lost yeah i feel like you don't really have a purpose until you're older (laughs) <laughs> not like a no purpose. I know how that I know how yeah actually I didn't think yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you worded that properly but I know what you mean like yeah you don't you, have something to strive for well don't have a goal yes like most people when they're 16 don't have a goal yeah they don't know what they're doing um but I think yeah I was I will say like I watched my videos back from when I was 16 I can just see it in myself I was so insecure I was so all I wanted to do was be someone else I didn't like I was trying my hardest like to be like anything but who I really was online. Like I just wanted to be Liza Koshy so bad. Yeah. And just I wanted to be every anyone else but me and mm. I wanted people to like me for that. And then it, and it just – it's the most cringiest crap. I, I can't watch yeah. it anymore. I think like even listening to her songs, like she's matured through her music and, and even like watching it on stage, she's – the way she performs is different as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, and oh, I'm just I'm in awe of her. Have you? She's one one artist I don't think would ever lip sync on stage. Yeah. Do you reckon that artists do? I think they do. Really? I think that I think that they, if they're having a bad day, they do. But I don't know. I feel like you can kind of tell if they are. But oh my god! I feel like they would turn off the mic and have, then still sing. Oh, have you seen Addison Rae's no. freaking? music video and no. the song and she performed on was it Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel Fallon? Jimmy Fallon she one of the Jimmys one of the Jimmys she performed on one of the Jimmys and it was like she could have at least tried to look like she wasn't lip syncing like babes really it was oh but what i think this is my opinion you don't have to agree with it i think tiktokers are are mocking the music industry. Yeah, I right. think they are taking away from what music is originally supposed to be about. I think they're taking away from it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, she's more of a dancer. I yeah. don't know. She <laughs> just – like, there's some people who – 
hey, started on TikTok, releasing their own music, playing the guitar on TikTok, and they get into music. Great for you. Because that's Addison what they've always wanted kind to do. Of milked this opportunity. I think. Look, to be honest, if someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, I'm going to pay you a million gazillion dollars to write a song," I'd do it too. But <laughs> I understand what you mean and how yeah. it looks. It doesn't look great for her. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look great for anyone who's on TikTok, to be honest. Like, doesn't look oh, another TikToker releasing industry. a song. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I, I think – and a lot of people were not happy about it. They weren't happy about Dixie making a documentary about her process, her journey, making music because Again, they were like – she would have been paid to do that. Like, let's just let her be. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying people weren't happy about that because it wasn't the, like, original, like, kind of – um, it wasn't the traditional. Platform. No, it wasn't the traditional way that people usually get into music. They right, usually work yeah. hard for years and years and years. They don't just blow up on a a, a platform where you make fifteen second stupid videos. Yeah, that's true. They work really hard at it. Sorry, I think I need a word. What I'm trying to say better. I um I'm talking about TikTokers. I'm talking about like the hype house TikTokers, like the, yeah. the TikTokers that who just started on TikTok as TikTokers and who started as dancers or people yeah. that kind of just make crappy 15 second videos. I don't want to say it, but that's how it is. That's how everyone sees it. I'm talking about them, you know, literally just doing like literally just making music for a cash grab. It's yeah. obviously a cash grab. They're just trying to get their money and leave. All right, I'll make a single. I'll get a few million of it and I'll leave. I'm I'm not talking about the people that actually are like like Benny who we actually interviewed on our podcast in G Thanks for Good Tunes. Mm. She like sing super lonely and that blew up on TikTok. Yeah. She would not be as big as she is today without TikTok. No. And that's great. TikTok is a great platform to help like to artists, fast track artists yeah, career. Who yeah. have started in music and then they've put it on TikTok. And it's their passion, it's what yeah. they want to do. Not it's not really for someone who started on TikTok and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll make a song. Like I feel like it's just it'd be hard as an artist who's tried for so long to see someone just do it so easily. I think, yeah, I think what you're trying to say is like it would be hard for a smaller artist who is who is really genuinely talented and who yeah. has worked at the, who has worked at this all by themselves. Like you got to remember these these people like Addison, like Dixie, have so many producers and writers behind them. I don't really believe they've done any of the, yeah. any of their actual like songwriting or producing. I I think that they're the song the producers and songwriters they know that hey this this girl can get us a lot of money let's just make a kind of a, a bit of a crappy single and release it because we know it works we know what tune works we know what lyrics work we'll just release it and do it yeah but people yeah like Benny and and Maya our friend Maya mm. she writes all her stuff all by herself she works really freaking hard at her music and she is not getting the recognition she deserves and it's really like it's actually frustrating even as me who's someone I'm not even in the music industry it's it's frustrating for me to see too because they're yeah. just they're like casting a shadow and they're not giving anyone else a chance to blow up mm. do you know what I mean yeah for sure oh I don't know it, it bothers me have you heard the song you need to hear the song it's no, trash <laughs> can we just talk about the lyrics they it's like they wrote it when they were half asleep and it, it took five minutes dixie's <laughs> love you babes love you but <laughs> the lyrics one day i was really 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 sad but what I'm trying to say is a lot of these music writers on TikTok who are who are trying to get their um, songs out there are beautifully written, like mm. deep lyrics, like they, they you can tell it's their passion. Yeah. Whereas I'm just going to read some of the lyrics here to Dixie, <laughs> Dixie's song, Sad. No, Dixie's song, One Whole Day. 
And I have nothing against Dixie. Please don't get me. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Please don't get that mixed up. But can we just, you can make your own judgment on these lyrics. For one day, one day, I was really, 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 really sad. For one day, one whole day, I missed you really, 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 really bad. And a single tear trickled down my face while I threw my shirt in the fireplace. I was really, 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 really sad for one day, one whole day. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that moving? <laughs> so moving. Yeah, look. Do you think she was sad? <laughs> or do you think no, she I did? think she was really, 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 really sad. <laughs> because she threw her shirt in the fireplace? Oh, that's, I don't think that's sad. That's anger, babe. You've got yeah, anger maybe, issues. I don't know. Look, if I know that's not Dixie writing that. So yeah. if that was my songwriter, I'd be like, bro. Turn around, get back in that in that studio, and do what you're paid to do. <laughs> I will lock. I will lock you in there yeah. until you give me a hit single. Yeah, until you give me better lyrics. <laughs> it's like she just took the first thing. Like, yeah, that'll do. Okay. So speaking of like music artists and upcoming artists, like our good friend Maya, um, have you? Uh, me and Georgia always watched The Voice as kids, or like yep. X Factor, or Australia's Got Talent. I think Australia's Got Talent was my favorite because yeah. it wasn't just singing. Yeah, it was like musicians and dancers, <laughs> musicians, uh, magicians, and dancers, magician, magician. Um, but I remember on The Voice the the iconic moment of when Will I Am accidentally pressed the buzzer. I don't know if it was Will I Am. It was. It was, was Will it? I Am? Yeah. He accidentally pressed the buzzer and he didn't mean to. Like he was just trying to rub a bit of dirt off the buzzer and he accidentally pressed it. And there's a meme of it when it when, and it's like when you accidentally click on someone's live and you're the only viewer. And he like turned so around. It's funny. Like, oh, oh, and shit. it's universal now. Like it's used all the time. <laughs> and I think he was he was being so like smart ass about it. So yeah. it kind of just serves him right if he got someone that was really bad. Yeah. Like, I don't actually know who he turned for, but if they were bad, poor him. Yeah. But like he literally he licked his like um thumb and was like like to get like to rub the buzzer, but then I accidentally clicked it. It was like oh oh shit. <laughs> and then I don't know if the person who was singing was actually good or not. Yeah. Speaking of the voice and like Australia's Got Talent, I remember when I was around 10, I used to go to singing lessons. <laughs> so <laughs> did you. You, went you for, did singing you lessons went for too. like half a year and you were like. Yeah, I thought I was Taylor Swift. I, I went to three singing lessons and I was like, I am Miley Cyrus. I remember I sang The Climb. That was the first song I sang with them. <laughs> and and I, I also sang Hey Soul, Soul Sister. Sister. But because of your nasally voice you had a more nasally voice when you were a kid believe it or not lily was more nasally so <laughs> in when he was singing it was more like hey fall sister okay anyway <laughs> i was convinced i was gonna be the next taylor swift so me and mum actually looked into i don't know why mum fueled the fire <laughs> i don't know why she fueled these fake dreams of mine no she but probably she looked up she looked up like how like to do it <laughs> and basically you go into like a hall like locally to you. You don't go straight into yeah. like the live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like if they if they like you or they think you're really bad, either it's at one end of the spectrum or not. They yeah. put really bad people on just for funsies. They used to do it differently. They mm-hmm. used to do it how like you just you just turn up and you line up and you get a number and you go on. Yeah. I think actually maybe that might be X Factor back in the day. And I that's think that why, was X Factor. That's why it used to be so funny because we you used to see like just people literally off who were street. just so strange, just off the street and like yeah. 
But um, yeah, no, they they do. I've heard that they do it a different yeah. way now. And um, mum was like, okay, so sweetie, we just got to go to the civic theater. Um, you sing there, and then if they like you, they put you in the next 100% round. Hundred percent would have just thought, well, they're not gonna say yes to her. She's a ten year old. They're not gonna well, destroy her dreams. Let's be fair. I never went. It yeah. didn't happen. But also, <laughs> for mom, good reason. Mum might have just looked it up because she might have thought you would forget about it in a week, and you probably did. I did. I definitely <laughs> did. I, and then it was the next craze, and I thought I was gonna be the next um a famous netball player. So. <laughs> It, I did netball singing and dancing and I was <laughs> the it was triple a, threat. It's a tri- I was the triple threat. And I was really I was like to mum, I was like, look, I've I'm spreading myself too thin. I remember having this conversation with her. I said, Oh I said, What do you think I'm gonna be best at? I oh, said, shit. Do you think I can be the next Taylor Swift? You are do you spreading think, yourself too I know, thin. Do you think I can be in the Diamonds Netball team? <gasps> do you think I'll be a famous backup dancer for Beyonce? And we narrowed it down to the famous backup dancer for Beyonce. <laughs> and still to this day I do dancing. <laughs> I just, but I just love how like netball. You were just so you're so little. Like oh, netball. I was, and I was so chubby too. There was <laughs> like jumping was not my forte, and you need to jump in netball. Like there was, and you also need to run. Running yeah. was also not my forte. I couldn't really like. You could run two meters without your asthma puffer and a yeah, tissue. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't carry the weight around the court. You weren't that chubby. You always you always like make yourself because I like had a big head. Yeah. And you have a small head. You, you, okay, well, when you said that, I'm imagining one of those dolls with, like, a really heavy head and you sit it up oh, and yeah. it just does a roly-poly. Those were such <laughs> weird dolls. Why were they a thing? Do you remember that? The ones yeah. that would just do a roll? Yeah. So weird. That was just you on the netball course. You, were just, you weren't running around. You were just rolling around. All right. Speaking of my aspirations to be on Australia's Got Talent. <laughs> and your asthma. <laughs> and my asthma. Those aspirations didn't stop when I was in high school. I, went, I tried out for Shrek the Musical. <laughs> I tried out to be Fiona. I wanted to be the main role. Wait, did you actually in high school? Yeah. I was in year seven. You didn't tell me this. It happened. You tried out. Yeah. And what happened? Did they say? And I was one of the puppets. Did you? What? So I tried out for Fiona and I got a backup role as a puppet. I don't ever remember you being in the musical. <laughs> Welcome to Do Lock, such a perfect house. Oh, yeah, that's have right. That's rules, right. Let us lay them down. Don't make waves stay in line, then we'll get along fine. I was one of those. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. When like Shrek and Donkey go to Dulock Town yeah. and the puppets come up in like that little box thing, I was a puppet. <laughs> because what? I. Shine was... your shoes, wipe your face. <laughs> Anyway, so I was a puppet because I tried out for Fiona and then um, the choir teacher was like, you were great. Come to choir practice at lunch. I was like, awesome. I've got the freaking part. Mm. Um, no, she just <laughs> didn't have enough people in, in choir, the choir. And she th- and I, I went because I was like, if I don't go, I'm not going to get the part. I went. I wasn't even on the callback list. Like I was not <laughs> close. Um, oh, and I also tried out for Hunter School of Performing Arts. For, for high school. For when singing. I, you really yeah. chased this dream, didn't you? I chased you? this dream. You really, you got knocked back about I, five I times. I all these stories. So I was in year six and um, deciding which high school to go to. And in my local area, there's one for uh, performing arts. So dancing, singing, drama. Netball. Um, <laughs> netball. <laughs> and I tried out for singing. So I sang Titanium for my um, audition. <laughs> and I remember the music because the music was just music and you had to sing. There was yeah. no backup singer. Oh, no. And I was so nervous. I was out of time. Did you I'd cry? Like, I don't think I cried, actually, which is surprising. That is a surprise. I know. But I remember the music was, like, going and uh, – 
um, I had sung the, the verse and the chorus and the other verse and then it was coming to the end of the song and the guy goes like, is it finished? Because I was <gasps> just standing there and then I was like, no. Titanic <laughs> Man. I just had to, because at the end of the song, it goes, it says titanium like three times. It just goes, titanium. And then it says that three times. I think I said it once. And then I was just waiting there and I was kind of just bopping my head. It says, is it over? I was like, no. Titanium. You just said no. Like, it's finished now. Like I just had to, I had to say my titanium. It's it oh quite funny. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And I then I didn't, so there was like a waiting list. So you either got in a waiting list or you didn't get in. I didn't get in at all. There was no waiting list. There was no prospect of me getting in. But I couldn't tell that to my year six friends. So I told them oh, I didn't get in, but I got on the waiting list and it's actually pretty competitive. So like, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. really? I was the biggest liar. You uh, were and I was chasing the dream of being Taylor Swift. I even has a, had a music note necklace. You know what though? Yep. And I, I lost it and I was devastated. But. You know what though? I love, I really respect, it's just, it's so sweet. I respect how you tried your best. You were knocked back time after time time after time but you still tried your best still tried my best and I was still a puppet in Shrek so but you were able to admit you were just a bit shit and maybe singing wasn't for you I'm able to admit that now but if you asked me (laughs) 10 years ago you Mm. would cry (laughs) but like I'm the next Taylor Swift what I'm saying is you know those people on that that audition for like X Factor or like America's Got Talent and they genuinely cannot sing they can't hit a note if they try but they really think they can it's because their parents are like, are going. Oh my god, my child is amazing. My child's mm. the best. B- because they're also tone deaf. I remember I was in the choir. The choir teacher hated me because I skipped choir for dance training once, and he was like, "You need to get your priorities straight." <laughs> He's like, "Where do your priorities lie?" I was like, "It was a dance competition. I can't miss that." He goes, "But you can't miss choir practice." It was just so not on the same level. But what I find hilarious about that, you were like in year four and like priorities, Priorities. choir practice. Like this dude's obviously like he's tried out for a professional choir and he like – He literally did. He ended up in a – My choir teacher ended up in a primary school as a choir teacher but he – Teaching the year four kids. But he actually tried out to be on X Factor. So he wanted to bring his professionalism into the classroom where it it kind of just looked a bit like child abuse. But (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> manipulative well, child abuse. So I wasn't meant to be the next Taylor Swift. That's the moral of the story. And you know what? What's meant to be is meant to be. <laughs> que sera, que sera, as our good <laughs> friends, the Justice Crew, would say. <laughs> that, was that was really good. Que sera. Que sera. Um, that was them, wasn't it? Justice yeah, Crew saying that? So. Yeah. Um, I'm just so glad mum didn't fan the flame yeah. on you and make you think that you were like an amazing singer. She probably thought you were cute and good, but I'm glad she wasn't like, my child, better get on that freaking stage and she, you better say, you better get <laughs> She's not yeses. like a toddlers and tiaras mum. <laughs> yeah, like she wasn't standing behind the judges with like a knife to their neck. She was yeah. like, <laughs> she was able to admit that her child just kind of wasn't the best, but was able to support her in what she wanted to do. Yeah, supportive queen. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're jumping into the fanfare questions. I have a podcast called Yas Tween. Any tips to keep the conversation interesting from Lucy? Um, I feel yes, like Yas Tween, go girl. Pop off. Um, I feel like it's hard because we have two people, like mm. we have each other to bounce off of. So I would suggest like um, inviting your friends on the podcast or um, having guests on, someone to talk with. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier for the conversation to keep flowing. 
but also bringing in relevant topics like what's on the news, what's been going around BuzzFeed, uh, you know, like Billie Eilish's Vogue that we were talking about, stuff that's relevant to everyone. I agree. I honestly, yeah, you, you worded that very well. I think it's always better to have someone to talk to. Yeah. I want to ask my friend out on a date, but I'm really nervous. Any tips? Um, wait for them. <laughs> wait, for th- wait for them to ask you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've really ever asked anyone out on a date. Yeah, I I just get asked on out, out on dates yeah, all the yeah. time. <laughs> um, I'd say go about it really casually. Yeah. Just act like it is a fun day out with your friend and then like – Na- try to navigate it, navigate it. yeah see how they navigate it and try to try to see where it goes from there yeah and like, if you want more tips on kind of like relationships boyfriends um you can listen to our episode or girlfriends or girlfriends um you can listen to the episode we did called g thanks for being in love where we talked about relationships what not to do what to do yeah i think that would be uh, a better option listen to that episode yeah. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lily. And I'm Georgia. Bye. Bye. Gee Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.